Welcome to Holistic Hearts, where my mom shares thoughts on living fully, creating intentionally, and empowering others to come along with her. Hey guys, it's Kristen with Holistic Hearts Podcast. I am so glad that you are back and coming back into the series of soul care during quarantine. This week, I want to talk about creativity and why it's so important and taking care of your heart and caring for your soul right now. We are made in the image of God, who by default is the creator. So he created from the very beginning. We all know in the beginning, God created. And it quickly says after that in Genesis that we are made in his image, which means by default, we are creative. So some people might say, well, I'm not creative. Oh, I can't do that. Well, hear me out, okay? So I remember when I had just given birth to my firstborn and a cherished mama friend of mine called me and said, hey, do you want to try out mops? And my first honest response was, uh, no, (laughs) no, thanks. I don't craft. And apparently that's what I had heard about mops was it was a group of moms who would get together and craft. (laughs) So long story short, I ended up going despite my feelings and it absolutely shaped my whole early motherhood child or motherhood experience in raising my kids. And I'm so glad I ended up going and pushing past my hesitation. But I share that because that was my gut reaction was, nope, I'm not creative. And I think what had happened is my perspective and my mindset had become so fixed into thinking that I wasn't creative. And therefore I bucked up against anything which called out any artistic flair. But here's the thing, as I remember, as a middle schooler, I would go to my dad's house for the weekend and we would go to the art store and that was like the candy store for me. And I would pick out paints and charcoals and different kinds of paper and I would go back to his house and I would sit at the table and just draw for hours. I would doodle and I would paint and It was heaven to me. And that was when I was in middle school. And I'd walk away from those weekends feeling like, yeah, I'm such an artist. (laughs) I even went to art camp, y'all. So it continued on, just that love. And I appreciate my father's sweet spirit and pouring into that side of me because I'll forever remember how he reminded me that I am creative. And in high school, I would write poems and sink into this deep emotional pit of imagery and metaphors and just pour out my heart. Um, I, would, I would love to listen to Jewel and she had a, poem, a poetry book and I would read that and just go to town and writing my own you know, emotionally heartbreaking songs. 
but I never thought twice about what I would write. It wasn't, um, I never thought that anybody would care about what I wrote. I was just creating and I loved being creative. So somewhere in the midst of college art classes and adult-sized heartbreaks and choosing to walk in comparison to other great artistic abilities that were around me, I began to let the creative part of me go. I don't think I'm alone in the slow disappearance of feeling creative in my adult life. I think that there's a lot of adults that don't think that they're creative anymore. So think about it. If you ask a child in kindergarten if they're an artist, they'll most likely say yes. If you ask an adult if they're creative, they more often not, than not will say, no, I'm not an artist, I'm not creative. So we're missing a huge portion of who we are created to be. This is a huge part in our being. We create because we were created. So if we're choosing not to live in that creative space, we're missing out on a huge portion of being human. It's a very big portion of our soul. When we create, we are stepping into something greater than ourselves and partaking in the beauty of, that God has given us to experience. So why am I bringing up creativity as a deposit in our soul care bucket during, create, during quarantine? Well, that's a great question. <laughs> when we create, it's like a backdoor to healing. Whether you paint or play music or write or sing, dance, build furniture, do crafts, we are opening our hearts to process emotions. We put ourselves out into the world and we express the inner workings of our hearts and we become vulnerable. Vulnerability means the quality or state of being exposed to the possibility of being attacked or harmed, either physically or emotionally. Y'all, vulnerability. This is the ooey gooey parts of our heart that are, that's what keeps it bloody and gushy and moldable. And I think when I was my least creative in my life was probably when my heart was the hardest. So in other words, we have to keep our hearts pliable. We risk being known and being seen and heard, but that's what makes us human. And we all deep down inside want to be known, seen and heard. You know, um, one of my favorite people as she is to most people is Brene Brown. And she talks about vulnerability. That's her thing. That's her jam. And one of the quotes that she says is vulnerability is the birthplace of innovation, creativity, and change. So simply put, creativity can be an avenue for connecting yourself to yourself, to others. And creativity can also be very healing. If you think about it, that's why there's art therapy. It can be used for children because it's an easy way for them to talk it out, quote unquote, on paper by drawing it out. Creativity can bring self-awareness. I know for me that 
when I am really struggling to connect emotionally with myself, I, if I just start writing, I continue to see what is going on in the deep places of my heart and what I actually need to process. One place that I've learned how to do this well is Julia Cameron. She wrote The Artist's Way. If you haven't checked it out, I highly suggest it because it is completely a shift in um, how I write. And in that, she just talks about a big portion is not judging. And so just writing for 30 minutes without judging, without thinking, and then the creativity that comes after that is absolutely freeing. So if you haven't checked it out, you can check her. She's on Instagram. I believe it's Julia Cameron, uh, uh, at Julia Cameron, but I will put a link in the notes just to be sure. Uh, let's see. So the other things about creativity is that it can be very meditative. Uh, I don't know about you, but when I create, I'm very focused at the task at hand. It's an outlet and a place to zero in my thoughts. I can have a little bit of a squirrel brain. And so for me to focus on one thing, it feels so good. So think about it. Why do you think all those adult coloring books became so popular? And the mandala coloring, those things are are ways that your brain can settle down and your mind can get peace. I can think of no other time right now than right now um, of being creative and creating space for creativity. Think back when you were a child and what did you love to create? Did you draw? Did you paint? Did you create imaginary scenarios and pretend? Did you sing your heart out in front of the mirror? Did you dance? Did you write songs on the guitar? Um, this is going to help you figure out a way to be creative right now. Because maybe you're stuck. Maybe you don't even know where to begin on being creative. So when I look back at my childhood, I told you a story of creating at my, my dad's house and having paints and charcoals and all that stuff. But another thing that my brother and I would do, we would put on our headphones, get my dad's CD player, Sony CD player, write out a list of favorite CDs that he had and certain songs and create playlists. And we would pretend that we were a radio show. And it was even called the KFM Rocks, <laughs> which were my initials, KFM. And we had a blast and we played that for many years. And Ironically, I did become a producer for a podcast and my brother still plays music and loves to listen to music and share music. So it's usually something, and when you look back on your childhood and it's something that you love to do, tap into that. What was it? And just dig in and just start little. Say, I'm going to choose 10 minutes to draw or maybe it's writing a story. Maybe it's um, starting <laughs> uh, an instrument. I, who knows? But I am going to give you a little list to help you out. So these are great for parents um, of young kids, of older kids. 
This is good for you. And I, I encourage you to invite your whole family into this. Creating is such an important part of our soul care. Like I've said, it is the core of who we are. We are created beings and we are creative. That is the truth. That is the big T truth. So here are some ideas. And like I said, you can invite your family into this and watch them engage without shame. It's pretty amazing. All right, so my first idea, you could try something like knitting or crocheting or cross-stitching. Um, or you can engage in imaginary play with your littles. Some of you don't have littles, so maybe it's more acting out or even playing charades. My family and I did that uh, a couple weeks ago. We haven't done it in a while, but it was so funny to watch everybody just laugh and be creative. And um, so you could try that out. One of our family favorites is putting on worship. Um, my, one of our favorite albums is Bethel's Without Words. They have three different albums where it's just instrument or instrumental and we ask the Lord for a word or a picture and draw it out. I love doing that one. That one is pretty amazing because not only are you being creative, but you're also being creative for somebody else, which blesses them. Whoever, just write. Number five, play a new song on an instrument you love to play. Maybe you already know how to play the piano. Get a new sheet music. Get a new guitar song. Um, watch YouTube to figure out how to play a song that you've always wanted to play. Number six, start a new instrument. My friend Beck, she has been awesome and she has started to learn how to play the ukulele and sing and <laughs> I've loved watching her discover this new love of the ukulele. Number seven, find a piece of furniture and refurnish it. I know in my house, our porch furniture is desperate for some sanding down and repainting. So maybe you have a side table, maybe you have an old chair that you could refurnish. Eight, paint something. Copeland, my oldest daughter, loves to paint. So she has been finding various objects to paint, <laughs> including an old art set that my dad had given her. And she painted a whole landscape on the wooden box that it came in. Number nine, ask Jesus to give you a person to pray for and then write them an encouraging word or poem. So it's a little bit like the listening to worship and with your family. But again, it's another way to be creative. He is the creator, right? 10 sidewalk chalk. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Man, this was so popular right at the beginning of the quarantine. But what about now? I was actually walking on Sunday and there was this sweet whole picture and book written in about 10 spaces of the sidewalk where this sweet girl 
wrote the story of her parents meeting each other and then it was her birthday and so she said happy birthday to me because my parents loved first or something like that but I thought it was so sweet because it made me stop and read it and just I don't know that's an idea number 11 is the last one but there's plenty more but baking what is it that you've always wanted to bake maybe it's sourdough bread Maybe it's in our house, we're gluten-free. So my daughter tried gluten-free churros and they were amazing. So there's so many different ways that we can become more in tune with our creative selves and really nourishing that part of our, our soul and our spirit. So I hope that that helps bring some good, tangible tools to bring your heart some lightness and courage to continue on with this quarantine. And even as we're phasing out of the stay at home to safer at home here in Colorado, it still allows us to have opportunities more than ever to create. And again, I just encourage you to step into that. That is part of who you are. And I would love to hear from you and how you have been creative this week. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. And I hope that this podcast blesses you and your loved ones. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Holistic Hearts. As always, leave a review and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you'd like to find out more about my mom and all the things she's writing about, go to www.kristenfieldschadwick.com.